Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Buckle up. This just in. Breaking news. What? You call this shit news? Uh-oh. I will say this. For a gentleman who uses his shirt to catch jizz, you're very willing to eat leftover soup off your shirts. <laughs> well, 96% of the time when I'm using my shirt to catch jizz, I'm not wearing it at that point. I understand. Right. I'm just saying, like, how how sure, how positive are you that that's been laundered? Like, it, did it fall out of the pile? Did it? No, it was hanging up in the closet. This right. morning when I put it on, right. I don't know um, how far you, I don't know how far you shoot. It's true. It's I don't know the closets the in the other it, it, the closets in the other room and around the corner. So like, I mean, I'm relatively certain, not a hundred percent, but <laughs> okay. But I did before I picked this out. I did put a shirt that had relatively fresh jizz on it in the hamper. There you go. So you, you Philip Seymour Hoffman that shirt right up. Sure did. Sure did. I don't know if I don't know if you have this on our agenda or whatnot, but I just I when we were getting this fucking thing set up, I got some breaking news, which apparently happened yesterday. But uh, we had we had wondered about it beforehand. Uh, but uh, someone, yes, Wilford Brimley is dead. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? We were yeah, wondering a, if Wilford Brimley would finally die. Yeah, he is dead now. Do you know he was only fifty-one when they when he was in Cocoon? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he's younger than this fuck chuckle is now. I know, which, I mean, I guess speaks pretty well of him because Wilbur Brimley looked like an elderly man in that. Yeah, he basically what? hasn't looked different in the last. No, he looks different now. Years. He looks different now. Well, probably not right now. Probably right. later in the week. A couple look weeks. Yeah. What What is this breaking news that you're referring to? That was it. Was it really? Yeah. Oh. I was listening I to I was the, just fucking around. I was listening to the Wilfred Brimley Diabetes remix as yeah, you guys were yeah, setting up. Di- diabetes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, well, he made it to, what, 85? I honestly thought he was older than that, cause, just because yeah. he's been playing somebody getting Social Security for 40 years now. Right. Yeah, um, he... Uh, Man, speaking of Cocoon, whatever to Steve Gutenberg. Where is the Goots? Let, let me look him up. All right. I mean, it, I, I guarantee you it's going to be one of those things that, like, as long as he's still alive, which I'm assuming he is, he's probably been working in, like, all direct-to-video He's 61. Shit. He's very much still alive. He looks all right for a 61-year-old. Um, Has he done any movies or TV shows recently? Let's check the IMDb. Oh, Gutenberg. Wasn't didn't didn't it turn out that he was kind of a fucking twat in person? I think so. Everyone was like, "Yeah, we don't want to work with you anymore." That sounds right. Uh, I mean, we were yesterday at work. I went down like an '80s nostalgia rabbit hole with a friend of mine who's older than me, and we listed off a bunch of actors and actresses who like we just haven't seen anymore that used to do stuff all the he's time. He's been in a lot of stuff. But it's stuff that even you've never heard of, which is, I I think is the uh, Mendoza line. That's a baseball reference for whether or not something should even exist. Right. Um, he was in Hangover in Death Valley in 2018. In 2019, he was in Paper Empire, Heckle, Schooled, 
trauma center. Uh, he was in the television show The Goldbergs for five episodes. Interesting. Uh, into the Is dark. Playing himself. I don't know. Uh, the Adventures of Bunny Bravo. Stuck. Roe v. Wade. Original Gangster. Go West. Not the five one. Uh, Break Even and Rifkin's Festival. All in 2020. So he's taking all the role, the directed video roles that John Cusack is turning down. He's he's been in plenty of movies with Nick Cage lately, probably. Right. Um. <clears throat> so yeah. Other than that. How things been with you? Okay, I mean, this is this is weird. This is the most this podcast has ever felt like a nine to five job because we're now having a video conference. Yeah, <laughs> I am going to ask for your TPS reports pretty soon, That's and they better be sense. in order. That makes sense. It's it's weird because I've like, <clears throat> I've done a couple of the other podcasts over the phone, very very low rent style because I'll I'll put my phone on the counter and have a little recorder like that. Wow. You know, uh, I'm thinking about just telling people, I'm going to throw you a tin can with a string attached to it. And then I will listen to that, write down what you're saying. Just going to do it via semaphore. Yeah. Although I did say this and I won't say who it is, but, uh, you know, if you're playing along at home and you listen to this and this is my truth, tell me yours. I, (laughs) I reached out to someone who agreed to do the other podcast and I said, you know, we can either do it in person or electronically. He's like, yeah, let's do it over email. And I'm like, I don't think you understand how a podcast works. <laughs> you want me to do it over email? <laughs> Maybe, I mean, he could send little voice snippets. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. And, just and, then, just, and then just give it to uh, Jane Fonda there and have him uh, splice it all together. The questions mm-hmm. and then the answers. Yeah. Um, a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have. I haven't done anything. I'm uh, slipping into my like my Groundhog Day existence has only gotten more repetitive. Like at least he was like jumping trucks off cliff faces and stuff like that, and finding new and interesting ways to kill himself in the movie. I just do the Steve same. Steve Gutenberg? No, I said Groundhog's Day. So I was referring oh. to Bill Murray. Speaking of Groundhog's Day, have you watched Palm Springs? No, I've heard that's kind of a. Same general idea? Same general idea, but executed totally differently. Uh, it's fucking fantastic, too. I had zero expectations going into it. That's the one with uh, what's-his-nuts in it, right? Um, Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Yeah. And some girl I'd never seen before, but apparently <clears throat> has been in a bunch of stuff. And also J.K. Simmons. Oh, well, now I'm in. You know the um, the transpo who wrote all the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> I like that you said wrote Harry Potter movies. That's a nice, mm-hmm. little, nice little slip in. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a <clears throat> there's another uh, heir to your empire now since last time we recorded. Yep, yep. He's one month old today, which tells you how long it's been since we've recorded. Jesus. Yep. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's just it's one thing when you have. <laughs> two kids and you like go to work for a while and you get a little bit of a break and then you come home and you hang out with them. It's just like every day they're both on a schedule and it's the exact same day over and over again. I'm starting to, I'm like a couple of weeks away from writing a manifesto. I don't know what it's going to be about yet, but it just seems like a good idea. Like Ted, but it's going to be shark week soon. So you're going to be all set. August 9th, shark week, baby. I don't watch shark week. Um, you do now. I do not. <laughs> 
You think, um, you think they're going to do a special about that woman who just got eaten by a grape or not oh, eaten by a so kill? fucking sad. Is it? Yes, it's the first person to die in Maine in like 150 years from a shark attack. I mean, that's good news that it's been that long. Yeah, that's what I mean. When you when you're it's when you're the only person shark. in an entire area of people going in the water to get murdered by a shark in 150 years, you deserved it. You had something. You had it yeah, coming. The shark to you. was on you. It was like it was like in Jaws: The Revenge. It just like followed her there. I think it was bad. <laughs> Yep. Breaking news. He thinks getting eaten by sharks is bad. Sad. Yeah, so I'm sad. very sad that a rich white lady. Doesn't matter she's rich or not. She didn't need to get eaten by a shark. She was really nice too. Everybody liked her. How do you know? Everybody. It was like all of the articles were all about how she was super nice. Everybody. Yeah. When that happens, though, no one's like, "Yeah, Agnes was kind of a cunt." <laughs> <laughs> I've been calling her shark bait for years. I didn't know I was being prophetic. Yeah. Um, I feel bad about pouring all that blood in the water around her when she was swimming. Yeah. <laughs> um, There's two people on one of those little paddle, ki- like tandem kayaks, went out and retrieved her. Parts Ooh, of her? Yeah. Well, she was still alive when she got to shore, but they're uh, like, okay. uh, she, yeah, she's, she's deaded up. <laughs> she was pronounced dead on route to the hospital. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, no, having a baby during COVID is weird. Uh, no visitors in the hospital. If anybody comes in your room, you were like putting a mask on. Yeah. Like I, you had to be, I had to ever, so we were, you're there for, you know, we were there for a little over three days. So anytime I wanted to leave to go someplace, there was all this rigmarole to like get checked into back into the hospital to fucking take my temperatures. If that's really going to be the fail safe um, I don't know. So, and now nobody can really visit us because he didn't come prepackaged with much of an immune system. Right. I don't. I hate to break it to you, but uh, this whole pandemic thing has been an elaborate ruse because none of us wanted to visit you guys in the hospital. <laughs> Honestly, I. It's amazing. It was a so much more relaxing. Uh, uh, no, because you know the best part is a bunch, and it was it's nice of people to do it initially, but you know people send you like flowers and stuff. To leave with Dexter to leave the hospital, we had to get like two big rolling carts from like maintenance. They they oh, keep from all the shit that people left. Yeah, and just gave like we had like a, a fucking florist with us, and you know, especially the first time we didn't know what the hell we were doing. We're like, ah, oh, we're gonna break this kid, and um. So we had to load up our car with like the fucking jungle book and then go home. Nobody could send us anything or anything like that. So it was so much more relaxing. Oh, it was great. It was a weird uh, floral brag. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. It's going pretty well. It's a lot easier the second time around. So like the first kid, like you wake up every night and you're like, oh, is he breathing? Yeah. This one, you're just like, he's fine. The first one didn't die. This one probably right. is not going to. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It's going. And, and how's the missus feeling? She's pretty good. She's getting, I mean, decidedly less sleep than me because she has. Uh, Drinks babies. coming out of her? Yeah, because she's got fucking food on her. So, but he's he's easier than the first one. Not a bunch easier, but. It's going all right. 
Yeah. Just bored. Out of my mind. Losing it. Is, is, so the, uh, the older one's getting along okay? Not freaking out too bad? Oh, no. He loves it. He's right, There's been, like, zero jealousy at all. He just wants to hug him and kiss him all the time. Good. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't. I was worried that he was going to have like those moments of like, well, what the fuck, this kid's horning in on my action, but he doesn't seem to give a shit. So, it's probably just because he doesn't like us very much to begin with. That makes sense. Yeah. But, <clears throat> anyway. So, so, when does the comedy start? That was it. That was We're done. <laughs> All right, I'll see, I'll see you guys in a month. Um, what do you think of uh, here I'll ask you a music question what do you think of Lady This we've, it's been a while since we talked what do you think of Lady Antebellum changing their name to Lady A and then suing a black woman yeah it's uh, it's not a good look <laughs> no. on them I mean I didn't give a shit about them before but they're real <laughs> pieces of shit now, there was um, are you familiar with I, I think I might have sent you some stuff from it before but there's a website like an Instagram account called the hard times news. It's basically like the onion, but just for hard rock. And they're, they've pretty much for the most part in the last month or two, just changed it to like police brutality memes. Uh, But they had a picture of them and it said, uh, lady antebellum to change their name to the Washington Redskins. (laughs) (laughs) I, there actually was an onion headline about the Washington Redskins. And it said, uh, it was one of the best ones I've seen in a while. And it said, uh, Washington Redskins to change name to DC Redskins. Nice. <laughs> Mark. Yeah. Nice. Well, there was, um, yeah, there was another country act that also changed their name the same week, but uh, decidedly less. Uh, less. It, did they go the other direction? Yeah. They changed, their, oh, they changed to the Robert E. Lees. Yeah, they're just the Klansmen. No. <laughs> what no, were no, they and what did they become? Uh, the the, uh, the Dixie Chicks are now just oh, the yeah. Chicks. The Chicks. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess that's fine. Yeah. That album has like three good songs on it. Seriously. I mean, most of it's pop shit. Right. There's like three good Yeah, three I, good I, I like the record, but I mean, it's, it, it's the second best country record to come out in the last two weeks. <laughs> okay, what was the number one? The Taylor Swift record. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Stop talking. It's a great record. You're excited because you said fuck, right? No, I don't care about that. Okay. Uh, yeah, Lady Antebellum can and should entirely fuck off. Yeah. Well, it was even when they first formed, people were like, you shouldn't call yourselves that. Yeah. They were, and did they, did they then say, we're going to wait till something real terrible happens and then the country has an uprising to change our name? No, they were like, no, 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 we're black, we're white people from the south. We don't care about black people's feelings. Yeah, and and you're a country music fan. Neither do you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they probably lost uh, money off of this. I'm sure. Switch. But, all right, I guess we can start. All right, start some tales. We don't have drops right now, but. Um, so where is it? That reminds me of, did you ever, I know you listen to your mom's house every once in a while. Did you hear the episode where they, uh, Josh did the intro completely acapella, but he had like done it at home. So like he used like a professional music recording thing, but he didn't, doesn't play any instruments. So he did all the stuff like verbatim 
but just in his voice and mashed it all together is pretty great. <laughs> um, so Houston has now, obviously things are going a bit awry in Houston and many other places. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the world. Well, mm-hmm. actually, just America at this point. Everybody else other than Brazil yeah. seems to have kind of figured shit out. Well, um, what's going on in Brazil? They've got a lot of COVID. Yeah, yeah. There's like, there's a spreading just as bad, if not worse than us. I've just, like in the last month, even more so than in my normal life, just like don't, like I've I've given less of a shit about anything happening outside of like my immediate zip code. I'm just like, hey. What do you have, do you think this has any relation or has anything to do with you getting laid more regularly now? Mm, maybe. Okay. Now, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I'm just like, well, well, part of it is like, I don't, I know that there's nothing that I can do to impact what's going on globally. I can barely. yourself short. <laughs> I think you could do it. I can't. I can barely impact in a positive way the global, uh, you know. But oh, like, okay. In that case, no, you can't. Yeah, yeah, no. But just like even shit in my own, like at work and stuff like that, because I've had some nutty shit happen in the last couple of weeks, and I have very little control over that. So I'm like, I I can't give a fuck about Brazil. Is right any of now. it fun or funny? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, I did. I we did have uh, a customer threaten my life. Um, this seems pretty warranted thus far. Continue. Yeah, you know, like that sounds funny to me. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I dropped a button off my hat, and I'm very concerned about it because I'm a grown up. Um, <laughs> no, that we had a customer say some racist shit to one of my Asian coworkers. About three weeks ago now. Is it because your Asian coworkers spreading all sorts of China virus? Uh, we didn't that's get really racist. We didn't get that far yet, but he asked. No, that's it. what he was getting at. Well, he's like, "You're Chinese, right?" And he's oh like, god. And he's like, "No, I'm American." He, and then he says, "You know what I mean?" And then he <laughs> says, "He says, ha- have a nice day, sir." And uh, he's like, "No, no, no, I'm not done talking to you." And I How said, "How old was this gentleman?" 65 or so he was also wearing he was also wearing a trump 2020 hat obviously so but and it was also it was the day that the trump rally was supposed to happen the day before the trump rally was supposed to happen and where i work is very close to the location you know it's less the one that got completely canceled right although it hasn't officially been completely canceled but it has been completely canceled um yeah actually he's not making an another New Hampshire appearance before the election. Uh, but when? So, and the guy's like, I wasn't talking to you. And I said, you've got no business talking to anyone like that. Take off. And he said, what are you, some kind of asshole? And I said, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then uh, a guy in line said, yeah, he looks American to me. Uh, and <laughs> it's overweight problematic. <laughs> right. But he was trying to, you know, he was at least trying to stick up for him. So then, you know, went in, we told the managers what happened. The following week he came in. I didn't see him, but one of my coworkers, he took one of my coworkers aside, another Asian coworker who he thought was the same guy he had talked to before. <laughs> and he's like, like, Hey, Marco I want to 
What's that? It's like Marco Rubio. Yeah. He's like, hey, Twitter? I wanted to talk to you about our interaction last week. And, and my coworker had heard about the incident, and, but didn't know until he started explaining. He's like, the reason I asked if you were, if you were Chinese or not is because I have been learning Chinese online and I wanted to speak it to you. He goes, oh, yeah, that wasn't me. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you'd remember. It was last week we interacted, and, you know, that guy interrupted us. He goes, yeah, that wasn't me. He goes, it was you. And he's like, no, wasn't. He goes, oh, well, you know, that the big fat guy with the tattoos shouldn't have butted his nose in there. Um, really pissed me off. I've been thinking about whacking him all week, uh, which – because the coworker that I was talking to at the time uh, was not raised speaking English, like he learned English, like he he speaks very good English, but there are certain things just like colloquialisms he doesn't understand because he's like I don't know what I don't know what he meant by that. I was like, oh man, he I wanted to kill me. Off. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he yeah, whacking <laughs> off too. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, he was whacking off to me. That's probably uh, also true. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I've never heard that before. I was like, yeah, people don't actually talk like that. That's like a thing from gangster movies. So, yeah, I did deal That's with that. That's a thing that people that aren't going to kill somebody says. Right. <laughs> also, I, I mean, I generally feel that if you were actually planning on killing someone, you wouldn't say that you were planning on killing someone. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but unfortunately, because there's enough fucking wackadoos uh, out and about, because like, like four people working at stores have been killed in the last couple months. For stupid shit, yeah. um, over like mask disputes and things like that. Right, right, yeah. Which we which keep... sounds like in another world without COVID, it sounds like we're talking about like a superhero fight, mask right. disputes. But no, it's just or or, or my masks. my third favorite toy line from the eighties. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. mobile armored strike command. Oh, yeah, they were cool. command with a K because you're oh, a piece of shit. Had, I thought they had a toy line from that chair movie with the kid. Yes, yeah, yeah. The, did they have a totaline for that? <laughs> the share Sam Elliott's uh, Eric Stoltz movie? Yeah. No, but I did see an episode of uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine uh, where <laughs> one of the guys, it was the Halloween episode, one of the guys was dressed up as like a celebrity chef, but he had a long, long red ponytail. And he's like, oh, you're Eric Stoltz from Mask. And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> News. Of our demise. Um, so anyway, Houston is now. Oh, home right, we were talking about something. Yeah, is now home to Texas's first drive-through strip club. Huh. Um, yeah, I'll show. Wait, wait, hold up, what? I'll show you a little picture of it. You can show Wow. So they got a little stage outside there that you could see, and you drive up to it. Mm-hmm. The girl's got. Uh, a he does on. have a mask on. He does have a mask on. She's Which, also got underwear and nylons and boots on. Could you please read that first line? Houston is now, oh, it says, it's all buns and no burger at this drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> a Texas jiggle joint has found a creative way to attract customers while still letting their ladies strut their stuff during the COVID-19 outbreak, a drive-thru strip club. So here's my question. Have you ever been like worked up or horny enough to be like I need to drive you know like nobody wants to be in a drive through line no matter what you're getting like it's just a bunch of people in a line in their cars 
impatiently waiting. Yeah. What do you just pull up for a song and watch her jiggle around? That what, would be my guess. How fucking hard up are you? Right now? Not not very. No, I mean not you specifically, these people. I mean That's... I don't understand going to strip clubs to begin with. Sure. Because you're not a significantly better experience, I would imagine, than this. I'd say like thirty seven percent better. <laughs> that seems significant. Yeah. Um so yeah, the place is called Vivid Gentleman's Club in Houston if anybody wants to uh to make a trip. They've got a little tip bucket there. Or vomit bucket, depending on how your reaction to right. the your Cincinnati fuck bucket. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was uh that was a good old time. I did uh, go to a drive in movie theater a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that where? In, uh, in uh, Bridgeton, Maine. Don't even know. I don't. I don't think that's an actual place. I think this is a test. I've been there, out. and I'm pretty sure it's not an actual place. Uh, <laughs> it's Thirty-five miles west of Portland. Okay. Yeah. What'd you see? The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, so a movie you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So this is. This might be my favorite story that I've found in a while. Um, I'm going to share a little, I'm going to share the picture with you soon, but I did not believe initially that this was true. It seemed too fan fucking tastic to be true, but I believe it is true because I saw it on many reputable sites. Um, uh, and I'm going to share the picture of you. I couldn't find an unblurred picture anywhere on the internet, but here you go. So I'm just going to show you the picture. Don't don't read the words for a second. What do, what do you think's going on there on his arm? Uh, I I only know because I saw a headline about it this morning. It's, it's it's a dick, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. A guy's a dick on his forearm. He does. Uh, so do you know the, like the how the story goes? What are you talking about? I know that he <laughs> lost his penis. And start at the beginning and explain what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah. So a British man, Malcolm McDonald. Um, he was great in the Clockwork Orange, by the way. <laughs> uh, whose pre penis fell off due to a severe blood infection, had a new one. Fell off. Put, it uh, is fell off. Due to a severe jacking incident. I mean, it was totally fine, just that one part where it fell off. It was completely so, fine otherwise. So, no, I feel like um, if your dick falls off from a blood infection, your dick has been in rough shape for quite some time and you've ignored clear problems and then the you know the jack that breaks the camel's back mm -hmm. and it it falls off um, yeah, like you've got scabs around three quarters of, so he said, of your cock and you're like i could probably rub one more out before I go yeah to said i had struggled for years with an infection in my perineum which is just that general area but i had no idea hey. what could happen the separated dad of two from someplace weird that, that he's separated yeah, exactly. Like his him so wait, from his so penis. What, so what yeah. happened? Uh, when I saw that? my penis, when I saw my penis go black, I was beside myself. It was like a horror film. I was in a complete panic. I knew deep down, it was gone, and I was going to lose it. He said he was completely gutted when his penis just dropped off onto the floor in 2014, but his testicles remained intact, according to the. <laughs> Are you laughing extremely hard? That is a rough night. <laughs> 
<laughs> he just fell off to the floor. So he was walking around naked, be like, it's got to come off at some point. Yeah. Um, put some newspaper down. Because I had been through the devastation of knowing I was going to lose it, I just picked it up and put it in the bin. <laughs> the bin? Like the trash? Yeah. Keep going! <laughs> um, uh, where, uh, I went to the my... hospital. Uh, I went to the hospital, and they said the best they could do for me was to roll the remaining stump up like a little sausage roll. It was heartbreaking. <laughs> um, for two years after losing my penis, I felt a shadow of a man. My life really fell apart because I had no self-confidence. I drank too much. I didn't see family or friends. I just didn't I want... feel like if your dick rots off and then you start drinking, you... You're not drinking too much. You're drinking the appropriate amount. <laughs> I just, I just didn't want to have to face up to it. But then he found out from a doctor about the so-called penis master, which actually, uh, that was my superhero nickname. Um, That's the true master of the universe. Fuck him, man. Yeah, <laughs> Professor David Ralph of London University College Hospital. Uh, the phallus expert famously created a bionic penis for Andrew Wardle, who was born without one. So, blah blah blah. Um, so what? Where did he? What happened? So they created. I don't know the science behind it, but they created a penis and attached it to his arm, so it could like arm. Yeah, it would. It was he could perform an arm graft procedure where he could take up to two years. Fortunately, he received the funding. For the procedure because it would eventually allow him to urinate properly, not just perform sexually, according to the report. It was all my Christmases at once. I was so emotional because I had a chance at a new a new start, a new dick start. I wasn't worried about the procedure because I had seen that he was blah, blah, blah. As far as I was concerned, they were miracle workers, and I was up for anything that could give me my willy back. This guy talks about this in a real weird way. Um, yeah. He looks like an angrier Andy Circus. <laughs> And angrier and homelier. I saw a video of him, too. He has no front teeth. Uh, not having a penis felt awful. It was, it's most men's worst fear. Oh. For me, I was never worried about sex because I already had two children. Yeah, because that's why we have sex. That's a weird, uh, like, attempt at a brag, too. Yeah. It, it was always more my self-confidence and simple things like using the loo. Um, McDonald also decided... Like McDonald also decided to request an extra two inches on the $65,000 oh, appendage. Nice. Yeah. You might as well go, go hog wild. It's they not like it's a 3D printer and they're recreating his dick. They're making like a brand new dick, right? But they're making it like bigger it, than his dick, his yeah. <laughs> so surgeons, surgeons formed a new manhood with his own blood vessels and nerves using a skin flap on his left arm of the right-handed man. They Wait, created why did they say of oh, the right-handed man? So he could jerk off still. On oh! His arm. No, I don't know why. They, I mean, they put it on his offhand. You don't want to. You don't want to have your dominant hand have something flapping around on it. Right on. Uh, they created a urethra and installed two tubes, um, inflated with a hand pump, allowing him to achieve an arm an arm erection. Uh, the shaft was then removed from his forearm, leaving the base, allowing it to form naturally as skin and tissue. He now waits for it to be finally transferred to its proper location. Oh! So, so oh. yeah, it, it's, he's not pissing through his forearm. Um, <clears throat> so it is going to be moved to his dick, 
But the caveat here is it's been on his forearm for four years through a series of missed appointments and other setbacks. Um, basically, <clears throat> it's been four years now on his arm. And now because of COVID, he has to wait a little longer. Um, he also nicknamed it Jimmy. This guy, is, um, this guy bugs me. <laughs> yeah. McDonald said that despite wearing long sleeve shirts to hide his bulge, people have sometimes spotted the misplaced member. Well, because he has a dick on his arm? <laughs> yeah. People ask me about it when they see me in the pub. And, of course, people make jokes, but I get it. It's not every day you see a man with a penis on his arm. Of course, I see the funny side. I have to. I don't have any other option. If I couldn't laugh at the willy on my arm, I'd be finished. Um, okay. So, yeah. Why is he giving interviews? Like, Because that's obviously not keeping it a secret. I mean, I don't think he's particularly concerned with keeping it a secret. Also, gotcha. why is it, why is it uh, uh, you know, blurred out? It's a dick. Is it? Yeah, like, the, the, thing, the reason that you can't show dicks isn't because of where it is in the surrounding area. It's because of the dick. Okay. I wonder if it looks better or worse than... Uh, John Wayne Bobbitt's Franken penis after that was reattached. I don't think I've seen that thing. I mean, it's his real dick just reattached with like, you know, stitches and stuff like this. This and is bolts sticking out of the bottom. Factory shit. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I looked everywhere trying to find a picture of this uh, this floppy member. So it has. It sounds like he can make it erect right there on his forearm already, which is quite the party trick. He'd be a good, like, waiter, just pump it up, and now you could carry, like, an extra plate hanging out there on the side. That's true. Although it sounds like he has a real shit personality, so he wouldn't get yeah. very yeah. many tips. Although he lives in Europe where they don't tip anyway, so. That's true. Savages. Yeah, and they'd be like, um, my salad tastes like <clears throat> dick. Yeah. So since you haven't been, here's our next story. Since we'll move on from uh, five arm there. Mm -hmm. It's like a forearm, but it's got an extra one. Um, Foreskin forearm. There you go. That's better than the one I came up with. Um, you you haven't been paying attention attention to the news at all. Do you know who Louis Gohmert is? No. He's easily the dumbest person in Congress and has been for years. Like What's his he name? Sound, Louis Gohmert. Gohmert. I mean, his name sounds like a person that's probably pretty dumb. But uh, so he is anti-mask. You grabbing the guitar? Trying to. Okay. He's anti-mask and all that sort of stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. COVID's not real and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but he tested positive for it the other day. Nice. And then came out with a video where he was questioning, because that's what scientists do. They just go, I don't know, maybe this happened. Um, he was questioning if the, the few times he was forced to wear a mask is what gave him COVID. Oh, that sounds right. Because he got a bunch of it. There was probably a bunch of it on the mask, and then he put the mask on, and it, it infiltrated him like a face hugger. Yep. That sounds um, right. Yep. So then immediately after testing positive, he brought together his whole staff at his office in person to tell them that he had tested positive. Jesus. 
Did he whisper it in their each of their ears? <laughs> he he licked them centrally. Um, yeah, no, he. Well, I mean, they were in an enclosed room, I assume, and he. I guarantee you, they didn't have masks on. And he was like, "By the way, I have this thing, and I'm breathing at you." And also, so do you now. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good time. Speaking also of uh, coronavirus faux pas. Um, did you hear about uh, the uh, everyone's favorite band, Great White? Uh, I haven't heard about this. Playing the, playing the concert at that festival. A maskless crowd in North Dakota. If yeah, you're Great think, White, you feel like err on the side of caution. Eh, you know, they sort of, they sort of uh, flick their chin in the face of danger. They don't care. Of other people's danger. Yeah, well, and to to, to be fair, because there are two versions of Great White now touring, unfortunately, as as there was... I mean, they already killed a woman in Maine. That's true. That's true. Really? Yeah. Oh, no! <laughs> Stop that shit! Uh, I heard was she was a very nice woman. Only one member of uh, Great White who is at the Station Fire performance also was at this performance um i'm i i i never realized i don't think until i started um communicating with you more than is probably good for anyone how often bands are like like just a roadie is the only one left right but they have the same name in my mind because i don't pay attention to this shit like you do everyone's just the same and it's that band Right. Oh. It's almost never, never all of the original members. And sometimes it's just like one asshole keeping yeah. it going. It's whoever owns the name. Two versions of Rat going right now. Um, there is a – I did see a pretty good commercial. The Geico it. commercial? That's, that's pretty good. I, that's pretty fantastic. And I was like, yeah. all right, at least they have a sense of humor about uh, it. We have a rat problem in the base. We got a real rat Round problem. and round. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like what you did there. And that is that is the version of Rat that I choose to recognize as Rat. The drummer also is touring as uh, Bobby Blotzer's Rat. It, he's the only original member of the band. Nobody gives a fuck about the drummer. Like <laughs> e e e you made that abundantly clear. Yeah, I mean there are very few bands that people care about that they're there to see the drummer. Sure. Yeah. And most of those bands, the drummer's dead. Yeah. Well, usually I, I find usually the drummer is the first person to uh, to quit the band, and the bass player is usually the first person to be kicked out of the Do band. Do you count the Foo Fighters because people are there to see Nirvana's drummer? The thing is, we're so old. Like, there's <laughs> I work with a bunch of people. They don't know the, the, They have no idea. Like, because I've had this conversation about five times in the last two years. There's several, there's several young folks I work with who had no idea that the singer from the Foo Fighters was also the drummer for Nirvana. Some of them will not even know who Nirvana is anymore. They're on the block, chopping block. Mm -hmm. Beastie Boys are off the list. Nobody knows who they are anymore. Mm -hmm. Weird. Nirvana's uh, next. <clears throat> All right, Great White burning down the house. There was also there was another concert in the Hamptons last week uh, where the Chainsmokers played, which was had even more people at it. People were more upset about it slash less upset about it because it was all rich people at it. It was uh, 
you know, the tickets were $875 a piece. Well, speaking about uh, rich people getting what they deserved, I don't know if you heard uh, a bunch of the Fire Festival merchandise is now up for auction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who the fuck wants that? I guess hey, it's just ironic collector's there's items. There's a sweatshirt that um, I checked it last night. It's the bidding's up to $450 for a sweatshirt. It's weird that a sweatshirt made more money than the entire concert that it was uh, designed around. It's true. Um, so next a Bible conference in Colorado that threatened to sue the state over a cease and desist order um, that called for the event to be shut down has been linked to 34 new cases of COVID. Uh, Andrew Womack Ministries uh, decided to go on with their Bible conference and tried to murder some people up with the word of the Lord. I just like the irony of it. That's not Bobby Womack, irony. it's just that I would not have expected that from him. Andrew Womack. Oh. You don't go blaming the wrong person. Um, so, yeah. I feel a- like at this point, like, people should be allowed to go do those stupid fucking things. But one of the things about registration, you also have to fill out a form saying, I'm going to this. If I contract COVID, I am not allowed to seek medical attention. Yeah, right? I'm not I eligible write it for out. assistance. Yeah. yeah, if I don't believe it's real, then I shouldn't believe I need treatment for the consequences of getting it. Correcto. Yeah. Oh, the old the old, Her- the old Herman Cain? Mm-hmm. He actually got medical assistance, but it didn't seem to help, actually. Because mm. he died. Um, but, all right. I think that's all the COVID shenanigans I have. Which is good. Um, so police seize drugs and, and cash on Saint Lake Lake Saint Clair. So Lake Saint Clair is near the Canadian shoreline. Um, it was there was a vessel heading from the United States heading into Canada. Uh, it had a bunch of weed and cash on it. Um, like West Coast, East Coast. You want us? Uh, you want us to see this? You want to share it? No, it's there's no okay. map. Um, Ontario. Okay. So kind of central, central East Coast. Um, it's near central Michigan. East Coast. Yeah, near okay. Michigan. Um. So, but the ironic part of this, or the silly part of this, I suppose, mm-hmm. is that uh, weed is legal in Canada. Mm-hmm. So they got arrested for smuggling legal things into a country. Yeah. Why would you do that? Tough saying, not knowing. <laughs> Although I did find out recently that um, uh, I may have committed several federal crimes uh, last fall. That's not news. Are you sure you <laughs> want to say this out loud? Well, I found out that because uh, I traveled to several states that weed is legal in, mm-hmm. purchased it in one and brought it to another, but. Even though it's legal in all of them, it's still a federal crime to cross the state lines with it. That's weird. Yeah. There's just so much silly, like, unnecessary bureaucratic nonsense involved with it. If it's legal there, it should just be legal there. Even if you're coming from a state where it's illegal into a state where it's legal, if you make it into the legal state, you're safe. Like, you just fucking slid into second base. Well, I purchased it in in a state that it was legal and then drove through all states that were legal, um, but apparently crossing this, like you're not supposed to cross. I, mean, but I, don't, I don't understand how they would have found out where you got it. 
I mean, they looked at my my debit card uh, transactions. They can't do that. Huh. Point. Um. Well, not this week. Yeah. Next week. Yeah, it was Tommy John's house of four twenty, and they're like, "Oh, it says you spent uh, sixty dollars on snacks here." Sure, sure did. Snack makes the driving easier, I guess. S N A X. True. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, all right. Next. Uh, so Jair Bolsonaro. Yeah. Who? Jair oh. Bolsonaro. He's the president of Brazil. He's much like a, a Trump-like figure. Possibly oh, worse. Isn't he like? We've talked about him on here before, right? Yeah. He doesn't like. He's, he's really anybody. Oh yeah. He's not. He's somewhere on the continuum of terrible between Trump. And the uh, crazy guy from Indonesia or whatever that actually sends out hit squads for the That's who I was thinking. for the gays. Yeah. Uh, no. So Bolsonaro is maybe just south of him. Um. So. So anyway, yeah, coronavirus is going ballistic in Brazil um, right now, and he caught it. He tested positive, and there is a picture of him um, showing. And this is another thing that's outrageously stupid, the hydro hydroxychloroquine stuff, where yeah. like people are some reason like committed to this drug like it's a like a football team that they root for just because one guy mentioned it one time. Are those uh emo? Sure, yeah. So he's showing his hydroxychloroquine to emus, um, because that's what you do with To medication. get a second opinion from his his yeah, and then the emu bit him. Are those his doctors? <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't have white coats on. Don't be silly. Oh, did, uh, did, actually, did it actually bite him? Yeah, it bit him. Bit his hand. You see him like wow. shaking out his hand right here and here. Yeah, yeah. He was that a bit of his hand hanging off of the emu? No, <laughs> I hope so. Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't fuck with emus. There was a whole war fought with emus. Um, what? You never heard of the Emu War? No. All right, let me look it up. That sounds like a failed 1980s Saturday morning cartoon. The Emu War, also known as the Great Emu War, was a nuisance wildlife management military operation over undertaken in Australia in the latter part of 1932. People are weird. Uh, to address public concern over the number of emus said to be running amok in the Campion District of Western Australia. The unsuccessful attempts to curb the population of emus, a large flightless bird indigenous to Australia, employed soldiers armed with Lewis guns, don't know what that is, uh, leading the media to adopt the name the Emu War. Wow. There you go. Let's find out what a Lewis gun is. Mm -hmm. That's a serious looking weapon. Looks like you kill an elephant with that goddamn thing. Um, so anyway, yeah. There he is. So don't. The moral of the story is don't try to share your Flintstones vitamins with emus. I'd probably throw lump ostriches in there as well. As far as um, yeah, any basically any flightless bird that's taller than your knee, um, keep your hands away from them. Sure, because if you're a bird that can't fly yet you have not gone extinct yet, you're not to be trifled with. Right. For some reason or another. How do you think penguins have still managed to exist? They're adorable. Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> Will you accept that as an answer? Sure. I've got nothing else. Uh, I mean, they live in a place where like, what, there's one thing that are or only a handful of things that would murder them on land in water. They essentially Rule. fly, <laughs> you know, they swim very fast. Yeah. They're, Rule. they're, they fi- they're a fish bird. They're, <laughs> they are. <laughs> what do you think they taste like? Um, I don't know. Pr- Alligator. Yeah, probably chicken that smells like the docks. Okay. <laughs> like that shrimp you were served in New Orleans? Yeah, I would imagine. Were they hand of the docks? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Like tomato? I'm surprised they didn't make you eat those <laughs> shrimp on a warm dock. Mm-hmm. Super throwback. That's how we make them here. It's not supposed to be good. It's New Orleans style. It's not supposed to taste good. <laughs> Uh, did they give you any dipping sauce or anything to try to mask the vile nature? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it was just ink, uh, yeast infection discharge. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> as someone who's tasted more than one yeast infection, I don't recommend it as a dipping sauce. Okay. Do you think that, uh, do they have like different uh, flavors or are they pretty consistent? If you, no, like, is, it one of those, is it one of those, if you've tasted one yeast infection, you've tasted them all? I don't want to brag or anything, but fairly recently, <laughs> someone someone said, uh, maybe you don't want to do that. I think I have a yeast infection. I said, no, that doesn't taste like a yeast infection. Wow. So maybe you were performing a service then. And then I had to give some backstory to that. And I was like, the reason I say that is I have a little bit of history with this. Yeah. You'll know. You'll the know when you like, do have a Please leave a my apartment. Infection. You'll know when you do have a yeast infection because I'll bark at your vagina like a dog in an airport finding drugs. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. So this last story on this episode is actually just – it's from April. So normally I, I always try to make sure that the um, stories are recent because every now and again you'll see a cool story and realize somebody was just reposting it from a long time ago. Right. But this one I felt the need to do because I don't know how I missed it. So – this has to do with the whole like QAnon crazy people. You're familiar to some degree with them. I I, I like it. It's sounds- getting more and more prevalent, especially online. Like most QAnon, I don't know, leaning Twitter um, accounts got banned last week. That's because they've been like threatening people and talking about how people molest children because they think everyone's a pedophile. Right. But so anyway, um, and they have a, many wonderful and hearty beliefs. Um, but I did not hear this one. This is fantastic. And it reminded me of an Ali G interview. Um, so <clears throat> you remember when uh, they, the Navy brought in like a big hospital ship to New York just in case they needed like the overflow beds for when they were really yeah. in the midst of it. So uh, a guy, actually, no, this was in Los Angeles, my bad. Um, a guy that worked for the train company um, hijacked the train and tried to put it up to full speed and tried to ram it into the U.S. Navy hospital ship Mercy. I don't know what you know about trains. But they're on tracks. He yeah. he derailed it 250 yards from where the Mercy was docked. Yeah. But uh, didn't quite cover that um, trackless expanse. 
Casey Jones. What a scamp. <laughs> I just thought this was – because it um, – do you remember – did you ever see that Ali G interview years ago where he was interviewing, like, the former head of the CIA? And this guy obviously didn't know who Ali G was. He thought this was some sort of semi-legitimate interview. Mm-hmm. And he was asking him about terrorism. And the guy's trying to, like, educate Ali G on terrorism. And he's, like, talking about planes. I think this was shortly after 9-11. And he was like, but, like, what about, like, trains and such? And the guy's like, yeah, we don't have to worry about trains too much. And he was like, do you, have you seen if they're, like, going to hit the White House with trains? And he was like, um, no. He was like, we would notice tracks. There's no tracks to the White House. And he was like, but what if, like, at night they're, like, you know, putting them down? <laughs> and the guy's like, I think it was at that moment the guy realized what he was dealing with. He's like, oh, I'm talking to a buffoon. Yeah, um, but so yeah, th- this I always thought that was like a very funny thing that he said, but this guy took it to heart and decided to legitimately run with it and try to destroy. Uh, not even just the White House would make more sense because it's on land. This is a boat. He is changing fucking surfaces. Yeah, but all right, well, that's all I got for this uh, that's pretty, installment that's of. Fun. Um, What's wrong with the world? Yeah. R.I.P. Wilford Grimley. Yeah. Oh, no. What? Yeah, he died yesterday. Uh, Wait, was he not in the room for the no, entire he was beginning? In, uh, he was in the house doing his Sudoku puzzles. Oh, yeah. we The beginning part we talked about Wilford. And we were actually giving you props because he was 51 during the filming of Cocoon. And you're significantly older than he was in that. And he played a octogenarian practically yeah but i look good that's what we were saying we'll never well, say it you. again see positivity it feeds everybody yeah. i mean you should still be really careful because you're probably you're right in the wheelhouse of you know covid murdering you it's possible but all right let's uh pretend like we haven't seen each other for a week and then we'll record another one of these. That almost, that almost, you. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, I'd like to use that instead, actually. Wait. Please wait. All right. I see you Stop did not that. heed my attempt to warn you. It's time to put on makeup. It's time to light the lights. It's time to get butt naked on the Muppet Show tonight.